0: Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
1: The Recession Podcast with yours truly, Jeezy, is a production of Black Effect and iHeartRadio. This is Jeezy, Grammy-nominated urban philosopher, philanthropist, and entrepreneur. And this is my show, The Recession Podcast. For years, I used my music to highlight the struggles and issues facing this country, the economy, politics, protests, mental health, and more. And now, strong voices are more important than ever before. On this show, I will speak to powerful people from all walks of life to have real conversations about change, perseverance, and hope. And each episode will feature a sample of a song from my new album, The Recession 2. So without further ado, Let's begin The Recession Podcast. Let's get it. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's, it's, it's a happy new year for for some, and, and the rest, we're going to get it together. Um, without further ado, man, this guy right here, you know, it's crazy. I grew up listening to him. You know, I remember the click, the whole thing, and I was just... In my Oldsmobile Cutlass with the European friends and I'm like, yo, I gotta get me some bread. I gotta get me some money. I gotta get me some paper, man. That's right. And um, and, and I've been watching his evolution and watching everything he's he's been a part of, as far as you know, becoming an entrepreneur, staying relevant, uh, diversifying his portfolio, and just being all around, you know, a, a great example for you know a lot of the cats that's coming up in this game, and just knowing you can stay the same and and, and still grow and uh without further ado you know he's on the song on the new album that just released uh, on the recession it's called the ghetto and uh you know i don't got a lot of people that i look at and be like hey hey man how you do that dear? <laughs> um but you know you've been around since you know the master p days and and, and even before that and always been independent but y'all give it up for, 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 for E. Fonzarelli, E-40, the, 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 I don't even know what to call you right now, man. (laughs) You're coming fresh off the verses, and uh, I just want to welcome him to the show, man. What's up, big dog? E-40 representing that Bay Area on the Recession Podcast right here.
2: We're trying to get out, and that's a fact. Finished college, Congratulations on that. My daughters, he dating the dread, bro. He activated my our whip split in half by the pow. pow. 12 we could be our own enemy plus we dealing with white supremacy salute salute jay-z number love man love and respect you know that happy month, new year big dog happy week, new year dog. yes sir yes sir happy new year
1: to you too i was um i was just going through all your stuff man and i'm, I'm i gotta be honest with you bro like i feel like You've stood the test of time, you know, and I don't know where you got that energizer battery from, <laughs> but uh you 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 you've been rocking with that thing, man. And um, you know, I I, I for one, you know, I'm still waiting on that. And it might be out there, I don't know. Like, I'm just gonna put it out there, but I'm still waiting on that uh that E40 uh definition of slang. I mean, is that uh-huh. is that dropping? I never put it out, <laughs> I never did it. I definitely would be saying I need to do it. It's just yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, and so so let me ask you this. So so I've been to Bay Area. Actually, I just left um, out there. And I actually, I rode through Vallejo. And I'm like, damn, like, when you look at Oakland, you look at uh, Vallejo, you look at San Francisco, you look at all the bays, you look at all the water. And you're just like, damn, like, where do y'all get this coolness from? Like, where is this flamboyant? Like, just where you get your words from, man? Let's start
2: there. Man, it's <laughs> you know what a mean? trip. It's a uh... I think a lot of us, our families, our grandparents, they came from the South. Right. And they moved, you know, like the military, being in the military and stuff like that. So they moved, some went to Richmond, some went to Oakland, some went to Vallejo, at Mare Island, some went to Alameda Air Force Base. You understand what I'm saying? So a lot of them moved to the Bay Area and, you know, the South, you know, that's that, like I, like I always say, like my Richmond, all my Richmond partners, a lot of them got gold, they got that one gold teeth, or they got a whole grill full of gold teeth. But I'm like, right. they, I say, y'all was born with permanent gold teeth, man. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. They get right. a lot of them right. Come right. from Mississippi, they come from Louisiana, you know well, what I'm really? saying? Like my daddy from Mississippi, he from Kenton, Mississippi. He came out to Valais okay. when he was 14. My grandmama and my granddaddy, they from Bernice, Louisiana. You know, and uh my mom, you know, you know, she, she the third oldest, so she got a dose of it and everything. Uh, she's the third oldest out of eleven kids. You know.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
2: So 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 some some of this some of this um came from just your self roots. Yeah, definitely. yep. Yeah. And then just uh, being in the Bay Area, period, like it's so much right, game right. involved. Like it's these are this where the hustlers at. This is where you, you well mm. you understand. Me? We you we make we make a way out of no way, no choice. We, you know, a lot of us were in the hood by by force, not by choice. You know, correct, correct. You know that's that's real. And so, you know, um, it's 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 just the bay. It's the you know they tell me they, my OG say, man, wherever you go, man, uphold your bayness, man. And they, the bay is serious about being the bay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. saying?
1: <laughs> no, it's culture. It's real. Yeah. Um, you, you, I, I was out there with um, with uh, your Gotti. We was shooting a video. We was in East Oakland. Yeah. And I swear to you, we pulled up to a store, and there was nobody out there. Within about five minutes, it was thousands mm-hmm. of people out there. You know, they coming through, uh, doing the donuts, mm-hmm. and you just see it. And, and when you see it in person, you just like, damn, like, this is a whole, you know, and, and even the music, it, it's just like, it's it's a culture. And you got to be from there to know how to move to yeah. it, to understand what they're saying. And, um. And, and and it's been like that forever so i almost feel like y'all I, I call like 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 the bay um like like uh cuba yeah like y'all reserved all y'all <laughs> you know what i'm saying y'all, y'all reserved all our everything. game like cuba <laughs> right right you know what i'm saying like you go to cuba like you know you in cuba you know what i'm saying cuz it's just like they reserve everything and when you get there it's like it's not watered down it's, it's all mm-hmm. solid and y'all got people that's um you know this been doing it for a long time, that are considered legends out there, that that a lot of us in the South, you know, might only know one or two records, but y'all know, you know, their whole discography. And and, and when you play it, it's timeless. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, for me, like just watching it, just coming up and listening to the slang, you know, even back then, you know, I used to hear about, this, you know, the hurricane and 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 the mobiles <laughs> and the cars and the, and the things you just had to do to be cool. And I'm I'm in the South, I'm in Georgia, yeah. so. You know, at the time, it's just like I didn't have a lot to pull from. I had like, you know, the, the master P's, the cash money's and things like that. But what I liked about your movement, um, is like it, it seemed like you had your sister somebody rapping with yeah. you, sugar tea. Yeah, me and, and my
2: sister was um shoot, I I, I would want to say we made the first rap dual gold record ever. That was Sprinkle Me. You know, wow. as a matter of fact, it went the album went platinum. So the single went platinum because the, the single was on the platinum and that was the main single that pushed it.
1: Wow. So was, wow. This, was, was, this in the, was this independent or this was like... This one,
2: well, we did Captain save Ho and and some other ones, you know, together be, that was independent. And this was independent, too, through Jive Records, but I had major distribution. I had a 75-25 right. deal. Uh, president Ooh, back then. Deal. Yeah, before Master back 3, before, before anybody, before any of those rappers.
1: Where'd you get that business sense from? Like, because, you know, we were just trying to get in the game, but it seemed like you guys had it sold up, like you understood the business part of it. And I can imagine back then, y'all was probably getting people right around you to make the, make the music and the beats and yeah. and the production and everything. So everything was pretty much in-house. But how did you know to even go in there and say, you know, we got to do a 75-25 deal off the rip?
2: Well, you know, I was laced by the best, man. Like I said, I mentioned P earlier, which I love. I got nothing but love and respect for Pete. He Right, He's a friend of mine, straight up. And, um, you know, you might have hear, heard him mention um, a guy by the name of St. Charles. Okay, St. Charles is my mama's brother. That's my uncle. Oh, he laced. Okay, us. he he laced us. You know, we learned together, but he laced us. He knew. He taught me so much more than just music. He taught me how to be a man. You know, and and stand on morals and respect. He taught me how to go get a bank account. I always looked up to him when I was a young man, mm. a little youngster. Mm. And I used to always say, "Uncle say Charles, Uncle say Charles." I want to make a record one day. I want to make a record
1: one day. And he'd go right, like this right. all the time: "With the money, with the money." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to St. Charles, baby. Shout out to St. Charles, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard. Yep. So, so, so basically, see, and and that's the thing is, it's like when you look at the, you know, the the, the music and, and two. Just so y'all know, listening out there, like Forty been doing this for a long time, but he never watered down his brand. So for him to say that he was doing independent moves back then. And what you guys see now um, is is how these youngsters are going straight from, uh, uh, you know, from, from, from the studio to consumer is something that he already had put in play. So y'all, y'all was basically almost selling CDs out of the trunk at one point. We were,
2: we were going to barbershops. We was going to uh, rims and tire shops, you know, where where all the D boys would go to. You're going to see anywhere. You're going to find somebody that's got some bread, you know what i'm saying was mm. the barbershop you know right. was the liquor store we had our c- cassettes and our vinyl and cds all that shit, way because you know we came in in 88 you know what i mean mm. our first album came out our ep came out in 88 the click we was mvp most valuable players and then we changed our name like eight months later to the click but that was right. our first one but uh we would go to you know um all the liquor stores put on I drop off 30, 50 cassettes or whatever or whatever it is, yeah. whether it's vinyl cassettes or CDs, and you understand me and put them on consignment. Had a consignment sheet. Mm. I used to be about my mm-hmm. business. I carry a briefcase, put it out. The- what? The yeah. <laughs> put it out the truck of the car. You had you had a you had a briefcase. I had a briefcase. <laughs> briefcase. Yeah, I get a briefcase. Then <laughs> I will be in my cutlass. I'll go to my trunk, right. pull out pull out the box of uh, cassettes or whatever, drop it off at like places like M and M's Liquor or Bills and Wheels. You know what I'm saying or you know, understand me. Yeah. Uh, Rich Richards Barbershop, places like that. And once they sold through the thirty or fifty, um, uh, cassettes or whatever, then they'll pay us on that. And then I'll drop off more right then and there. I have it right then and there. I write a receipt. We walk the through. Bam. You know. Right. Then we had a. Then we also yeah. hooked up with uh, music people, which is a one-stop music people and City Hall Records. And they became the main hub for us. So anybody that wanted to order, my uncle Tr- St. Charles made this made this uh, list up where he got. Anybody he he got a list of a big ass encyclopedia book, but it was just like nothing but phone numbers and contacts of anybody that dealt with any uh, rap music, any retail store, any mom and pop store that dealt with rap music. Period. And he would put all, right. all that together and he and he would send out packages through Pitney Ball, Pitney Ball, um UPS, and it it, it it was snail mail back then. It might go you know end up in Nebraska or end up in Kansas City at Seventh Heaven, Seventh Heaven, uh, probably you know. Uh, to eight days later, but it'll get there. So once they, Dang. once it got there, you know, right. um, he, he would have, he'll put, he'll put some free concessions there just for the energy. Like, here you go, man, just get these out to whoever got some slap in their trunk or whatever. And they'd do it, and man, when they when they seen the covers and the way our lifestyle was on the album covers mm, and stuff, they'd be like, I mm, think I can relate mm. to these dudes. Let me slap their music in there. And next thing you know, they they spreading the word, word of mouth get around. Now it's all through the yeah. it's going everywhere. It's everywhere like this. So that's how I went, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and things kept yeah. flourishing. That's crazy because it's just like if you and
1: just jumping off subject, I want to just ask you this because just the Bay Area is is, is a tech hub, period. Yeah. But just imagine, you know, because the story that you're telling is basically because a lot of these cats is coming up now. They're just uploading their music and it's out there. Yep. So they don't have to do none of the leg work and, and, and have no encyclopedias Man. of of contacts. Really and just Imagine. Imagine, Imagine bro. if if the tech was up then and you was doing that game. I mean, E40 would be on the belly right now. I oh, would well, <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: be a billionaire, <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> oh my you god, man! Shit, man! That, that, that was yeah. the days, and you know, and and but we had hard time. It was hard. It wasn't this easy, you know. Especially me being from a little city called Vallejo, California, you know, and then. Right. You know, now you can just push a button, man, and your music goes out to millions of people. Every yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah, mean, you can go in the studio right now. And you go, I send you an instrumental, or you send me an instrumental. We put a hook right. on that bitch. You knock out it's your done. verse. I knock out my verse tonight, and next thing you know, we right. can have that thing uploaded within twenty four hours.
1: You know, right, on the net, right. boom, Right.
2: You know what I'm and, saying? And, all,
1: and they already like seeing what it's doing and monitoring it. So you guys had to basically um, sell sell cassettes and keep up with what you were selling and then go out and buy some actual more cassettes because, and that's another thing too. I don't think they understand is is like you guys had to actually put the music on the cassettes. So it was a process. It wasn't like you just got the cassettes. So it it, it was a whole thing. You know, it's
2: a trip Jeezy back then. And you probably got a dose of this too. I'm pretty sure back then late eighties, early nineties, all that shit, man. It's a trip because when we did, like when we mix, when we mixing down songs, we only had, we, we had two inch reels. So we right. were doing on a two inch reel and it would, that two inch reel cost like $250, 200 to 300, 250 to $300 each two inch reel. But it only held three songs. Right. Three songs. Right, You can, right. You can get it for 250, you can get a, a hard drive that holds thousands of people. Right, right, you know right, 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 right. Three, four hours. Yeah, you know, it's a terabyte. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like. But
1: you was you was on two inch real though. Y'all was big boy in it, man. I started off with a with, uh, uh, what's it DA88s? Oh no the, no uh, before
2: the, the, that, the VCR you know, I remember da 88 <laughs> yeah. A D88, A-DAS. Yeah. We did all of it, I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> saying like you know, that was you no know, my first shit MVP most valuable players was but mixed by Al Eaton. Um Al Eaton and that was in Richmond, California. He missed it on a VHS tape, a VHS, right. bro.
1: Right, mixed right, and mastered, right.
2: Mixed and mastered on a VHS tape. That was our master. We sent it to Rainbow Records out there in Southern California. Pressed up the vinyl. MVP, most valuable players. We used to get all our stuff. We order all our product from Rainbow Records. So we would have to okay. order a bunch of, um, uh, the, you know, the actual, uh, you know, the, the actual covers. Did you slide inside the ins- insert? Into the yeah, tool yeah, paste. yeah, yeah. We had to order. Right. We had to order extra them every time because that was the main thing that took a long time to to get to get done. So we order like if I got a if I got a PO from City Hall Records for maybe fifty thousand records, you know, we order in a whole, we order triple that many, you know, um, covers for the, for, you know, the right. inserted and jewel cases. So we would have when when Rain, when they was delivered to us, I would have probably a whole like probably about you know twenty thirty thousand cases of uh, cassettes or CDs in my garage or a mixture of both right. in my garage. Right. St. Charles had the same amount in his garage. D. Shotter had the same amount in his garage. b Legit had the same amount in his garage. So anytime we got a PO, you know what I'm saying, we have we go pick up a U a U-Haul truck and go take it down to City Hall Records in San Rafael or to Oakland that Jason Blaine Uh, one uh one stop, you know what I'm saying. So damn, you
1: know, that was grinding, bro. He
2: was y'all haunted, so six sick,
1: sick, sick with the records. I remember because uh, b Legit is one of my favorite rappers. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I just it, 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 it be legit. Sound like you went and picked him up off the block. And like yo, bro, I'm here to the studio. You want to come? He's like, well, shit, I don't really, you know, know about the studio, but I, I just, you know, and like he just talked like he just walked off the porch Man, and went in <laughs> Yeah, be
2: Man, yeah, I love rapping with be legit. Yeah. You Yeah, know, we started off together, and, and we're gonna end it together. Yeah, and he right. know he be- you, yeah y'all spoke several times y'all you know y'all yeah, know other, yeah, y'all. yeah he's solid he, he we learned. hung out
1: to Miami one day yeah we hung out to Miami one night man yeah. like, Bela's solid very man. underrated well you yeah, 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 but but sometimes you know you 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 gotta be that to get that ghetto trophy mm-hmm. like when you have cats like myself grew up listening and, and staying solid because of the morals and 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 the values and the integrity that we got from you know cats like yourself yes, sir um you know, so shout out for Bela for that yeah. and, and also yourself. Sick with it records. Like, we, even when I was coming up, my whole thing was, you know, and a lot of people don't know, I didn't even start off as an artist. You know, I wanted to be a CEO, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I went and signed some cats from my neighborhood, and, and quite naturally, they got into, you know, a whole bunch of things. One, it's so crazy. I went and signed some cats from my neighborhood. One of them uh, end up going to prison, and other two, some crazy shit happened with them. But it's crazy because just, two weeks three weeks like maybe two months ago i was i had a party in atlanta after the verses, and i went to the club and when i got out of the car i seen my little homie that i had signed he just did 19 years you know what i'm saying 19 years and i'm like damn so he was one of my first artists that i signed and um he did 19 years so for you know that's my first time seeing him since he got home he had been home maybe like a year so and uh, but I'm just saying. So I went in with that mentality to be a CEO. When they got locked up, that's how I ended up being an artist because all my money was tied up in, mm-hmm. in the studio and what I was doing. So I really didn't have a a, a choice. So I had to kind of figure it out myself. You know, and man, my man was like, "Rapping forte,
2: man. You you remember rapping forte? Of course, North, of course, of course. Folte, I always remember what he said. He said a lot of these players will make some real good rhyme sales. You know what I mean? So right. what he basically saying is. A lot of cats that's from the inner city, from the lower development houses and whatnot, you know, they are the ones who spit the most game. They the ones who right. went through it and seen it all and can mm. explain it to the streets better so that the streets can relate, right. they relate. Right. And that's me Right. and that's yourself, you know, being from the right. soil, Right. you know what I'm saying? Right. There's many of us that, uh, you know, right. it's laced right. that way from that structure, mm. you know?
3: Mm. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
1: But it's crazy because just like when you think about and, and, and you know, we, we could talk about music all day, but I, I really I really respect your business mindset because I started a record label back then and and put your people on and set up this whole, uh, you know, conglomerate. But but it came off of, you know, your 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 um, your swagger and the things that you was doing and what you was building around and your team. Yeah because everybody had their own thing. Like you had the Death Row, we knew what that was about. You had, you know, the Dog Pound with Snoop and all these different people. But it was like your music was like hustle music. But but like you know, you cool. Like you you ain't you ain't on. Like it's always about the bread. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? it's always about about you know how you feeling. You know, just you know what you riding, what you smoking on, and and how you coming through, and they create a a, a record. Because I remember y- y'all had the. Um, I had the the,
2: the change with the with the pig on it. The sick yeah, sick with it, yeah. That's the logo, and, right? Right. But the reason we had that, it, that pig on it is to show because uh, you know out here, and you probably heard it before. Uh, we hogs, man. That boy a hog mm, right there. It's kind of like a word, like he right. savage, or he beasty. You know, what I'm right, we, right, we, we right, hogs. right. We some sick with it, hogs. We sick with it. Wow. We hogs. So we about we about that money, man. We money hungry. We act, we at we right, right, that.
1: right. You know, right. Greedy. Got to have Come it. Got to eat. Got to eat. Exactly. Got it. And, and, but what I'm saying is, like, for you to even like, cause you got to think, like us, us as individuals from the from the from the block from the soil, you know, for us to turn what we know into a business, cause you got to think, like, if you didn't start that back then, you wouldn't be the E40 that we know now. And you started back then, and and you built the company basically. You know what I'm saying? You built the company from the game that you was given, and it, just to have that type of insight. I know you got some game from some players, P, and and all these guys that was around. But you started this whole thing that's been an imprint in 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 the bay ever since, and even to this day. But it's still business though, because E40 was like E40 was like the smart hustler. You ain't never really heard your name and nothing crazy. Like you don't really get caught up. You know what I mean? You stay out of the way. But then all of a sudden, when you pop out, it's like oh that's 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like for you to have that mindset. You know, back then, because even now, if you look, a, a lot of cats are starting labels and and, and doing different things, but it, it ain't the same because you don't know where it's based from. Yeah, like you know, don't have a home base. It's like when you think about P. And these guys, you think about New Orleans and, and, and what they came from. You had to know that baby and him was from two different sides yeah. of the bridge because they got two different ways of thinking. Yeah. But then when it comes to 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 to, to the Bay, you know, you, you guys had, uh, you know, you, you guys had. Uh, uh, what's, what's my man from out the Selly Cell, back in the day? But like, they, it was so different from what you was doing because trip. what you was doing was building. You it's know, because me and Selly Cell, <laughs> you know, it's a trip. My
2: mama and Selly Cell parents, my mama and my daddy, and Selly Cell parents went to school together. Mm. You know, me and Selly Cell, I stay on Mac I lived on Magazine Street. So you go all, Magazine Street, go all the way from Glen Cove all the way into South Vallejo, right? So it's a right. long street. So Selly Sale Sell, right there on the 1300 block. Then you make a left. You make a a, a a left coming into uh, Hollywood Street. He stayed on Hollywood Street, walking distance. Dude, we grew up together. Wow. Like we we was we was moving around in the traffic together. You know, me and Celly. Wow. Like we really from the grit. From playing baseball uh, to, the, to the to the streets to executive suites, you know what I'm wow. saying. So it was so. Sell me and B legit peeped it out. We was like this boy trying to do his own thing, man. He, he sounded good. He gave us a cassette one day. We like this boy lightweight jam. Be legit. Me and be legit looked at each other. We was like, man, we need to go highlight him on some business. He need we, we need to sign <laughs> right. him right? <laughs> right, 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 so we right. We set up right. a meeting and we went to dinner and and you know he was like, let's go. Wow. Sally said it came with it. It's going down. Oh tonight. down tonight. 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 It goes
1: down. Goes down. <laughs> yo. I heard that shit and was wild. I was like, yo, but you had to understand, y'all was motivating cats like myself because we were stuck in rural areas in the south. And it just like, you know, we was either um, you know, West Coast influence or or at the time New York influence. So to, to get something else that was that, mm-hmm. that was more relatable to mm-hmm. us, you know, we just started to kind of understand who we were as, as a culture. You know what I'm saying? Like we started to be like, okay, we, we 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 can dress like this, we can ride like that, we can talk like mm-hmm. this, and we don't feel, you know, we don't feel like we're we're off the no, grid. No disrespect, but you,
2: you, you know, we all wanted to be like New, New York, as far as the way they right. the way they dressed, they, they was fresh. They got mm-hmm. all it. that's the mm-hmm. fashion capital. Just mm-hmm. me, but then we, we we say, man, you know, we gotta be us. We gotta be us. We know that street shit. We gotta spit that shit. We gotta spit that shit. We gotta give life lessons in it too. So you said right, right. between spitting street shit, it's all oh, shooting up paint I I'm on his head, nigga. Yeah, we owe you, nigga. The option, you understand me? Then, nigga, uh, you know, we scored, and it's different. It's game involved. You gotta put game involved. Right, you gotta tell right, why right. this happened. You know mm. how how you how you didn't want it to happen, but it was miscommunication right. and right. misunderstandings, right. And niggas didn't right. want to get on the phone and holler, niggas didn't want to have no me. niggas was moving. This is all kind of shit. Like you gotta put me the yeah. story with that shit. I, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It gotta mm-hmm. be a method to the madness that you spit, man. Right. Uh, you know, right. And sometimes and, and,
1: and, and, and a message, and, and a message and a takeaway. Yeah,
2: definitely.
1: You know what I'm saying? It it take a
2: man, you've been doing it right. for years. I've right. been doing it for yeah. years. Many of us, man, you know. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's what that's what that's when you you know you as I get older I get even wiser and when I was young I was wise I was popping my peas like that you know.
1: Mm, mm. Yeah,
2: but to me it's just
1: like when you think about music and and, and, and like it's the takeaway that made it real for me because a lot of these things you can't read in a book and you can't you know you can't go sit down with somebody and they give it to you that raw. So with the music I learned a lot of the shit I know you know through music. Yeah. You know, I learned a lot of things just watching how Pac, you know, put words together and what he stood on. Because I'm like, oh, he got, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of those things left with him as far as, like, morals in the game and, you know, certain things you shouldn't do or putting your people on. Like, we didn't know all that because you can't, you, you're not going to get that from your uncle. I you're not going to get that know, from <laughs> I
2: bro, music, you're right. I learned a lot from music too. I, I learned a lot from listening to Public Enemy and Gareth mm-hmm. on Boogie Down Productions. I didn't even know anything right. about you know um, Malcolm X because they didn't teach us that in school when I was growing up. Wow, you know that's crazy. Teach. I didn't even yeah. know who Malcolm X is, and I'm a half a hundred years old. I didn't even know who right. he was until I got like you know uh, 18 years old when I first heard, heard Boogie Down Production. 17, 17 mm. years old, 17, 18 years old. You know, what I'm saying when I was wow. at Grandma State University, them boys, uh, you know, it's always a message in KRS-One. You know, music, bro. Right. That's that's a bad brother. I never did. Yeah. I got my. I got doing ad libs from him, like yeah mm. ad libs. Yeah, I was doing that back in the eighties. I got it from KRS-One, and then many others followed. Right. You know, and, uh, yeah, like like my,
1: like myself. I thought I was the ad lib king. You were doing ad libs in the eighties? In the eighties, <laughs> to feel it. <laughs> cra- you feel me? That's crazy. But it's even crazy to see how you like. So like you know, when back when John, little John and them was popping, like John and them had it sold up. Yeah. Like it was it was it was solid. Yep. You know what I'm saying. Like it, it, there was no club anywhere that you can go in that wasn't playing Little John and what they had going on. And and really, Little John them kind of put Atlanta on the map as far as a sound, uh, other than what Outcast was doing. Yep. But I kind of peeped how you how you kind of got in with them because it was just like. You know, you was like our country cousin. You know what I mean? And it was like I—I I, kind of saw the play, but it was—it it, kind of showed me where you was at. Because a lot of people from the bay wasn't hooking up with southern artists Mm-mm. like that. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like you was ahead of ahead of the curve. Like you kind of just yeah. <laughs> you you popped know, in. You
2: know, you know, many moons ago, um, it was a guy by the name of uh, Greg Street. Um, yes, sir. My guy. That's my guy. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes,
1: sir. Yes, yeah, my guy. And
2: I'm, at, and I'm out there in Dallas because I got Kim folk in Dallas and whatnot. And um you know, 1992. Me and Greg, we was already hollering in '91, so we had Federal. I had Federal out, um, and D Shot had. You could call me on the under if you need someone to talk to. Just down my number. He had that, and I had um, the album Federal. So he it, Street said, "Man, take the take the beat to Federal, and you know, and and put and talk about all the you know the neighborhoods and the soils around uh, Dallas." And I did. I mm. talked about Oak Clifton, you know, in good in a good way. And he did and, right, and it right, was called right. six o'clock time for six o'clock at six o'clock time for street to rock. Some shit right. like that, right? Right. That put me in, you know, with Dallas, cause what I did, they played that during his show every night. Mm. Then next thing you mm. know, me, D shot, sugar T and Bila came with Captain Saverhoe. Wow. Around the same time? Right. Like right after. Like wow. Right after in 1993, Greg Street say, This one, boy, watch what I do with this. Blew it up. Blew it up. Being Blew it up. green out there at 97.9 right. the box. Like, yes, yeah, sir. I remember mean, me. I mean me. Them dudes is the one because I used to be in the South <laughs> all the time. I used to be out there with little Jay Prince and them, you know, with, with Jay with yeah. Prince and um and you know all the uh Scarface, Um you know um all the you know DJ Screw. All them cats, you understand me? Three, two, them and the convicts, you know. RIP right. to all them boys, big Mike and all them. Man, I used to be out there later on, I was right. still out there with Paul Wall, them and Chameleon there, So I always been locked right. in with the South, right. Overall, and in Atlanta, you mm. understand me? You know, with Jazzy Faye, we've been rocking with Jazzy Faye for many months. People like Jazzy Faye, um, you know, Pimp C, he moved to the he moved to of Atlanta, course. of course, but, you know, he's out right. there with them. We got if people listen. They will find a lot of stuff Ape and MJG that I was on their albums way back. I'm on eight, Right there, I yeah. Albums, yeah. Eight bar MJG. Not in my hallway. Uh, it's a it's a trip it's a triple album. I was on it was called Lost, I was on that. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I've been rocking with the right. Midwest for Mini moons, with Nelly and all them cats like I've been right. every, it, it's like I try to tell people, man, it's better it's more than I say I'm I ain't, I ain't local, I'm global, man. It's it's bigger than mm. it's it's bigger than seven blocks, it's seven continents. You know what I'm saying. Mm. You know, talk that talk. I tell them Earth is my turf, <laughs> man. <laughs> there you go. From Maine to Spain. Come on, baby. come on, bro. I I love. I
1: but the, the, the thing is, I love the way because even a lot of these cats you mentioned that that are clearly legends in their time. You know, the thing that I think that separates from you from them is you understand what Jevity is about, and I don't I don't quite understand how you put it together. Yeah. But it's like you know, forty is forty. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't even. Period. It, it, it don't sway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, and it's just like you got a way to stay in the pocket and, and, and stay. And even when you, even when you kind of kick it with the youngsters, it's like you, you sound like you comfortable. Yeah. Like you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't feel like you forcing anything. And just to have all those decades of jeopardy, you know, it, it says something about you know just the way you set your your whole, you know, just your whole thing up because. If if you want, like even when I did the ghetto, I was like, can't nobody talk like this but you. <laughs> so I gotta reach out because ain't nobody else got that much history that understands what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like I, I, I'm waiting on the book. That's
2: all I'm gonna say. I'm just you, waiting on the book. It so we if it's be, slang, <laughs> we can relate to each other, bro. You know, we know right. about hot water, <laughs> cornbread, and pork and beans. We talk that shit because we from, it. yeah. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right, you right, know, right. We from the era where you know your mama pinch you. I'm a pinch mm-hmm. you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Pinch. You know what I'm right, saying? Pool, right, right, ear. Right, you understand me? Right. All that like, it's it's a different cloth we cut from. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. And and I and I know I know that like I know you understand me every part of my body, man. I know the street. That's crazy. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how, I mean, but you, but but how did you? How did you? How did you navigate, just staying like relevant in, in pocket, and not sacrificing anything?
2: So you know, I, you know what, what you gotta do. It's like it's like getting up the bat. You know, you gotta keep mm. your eye on the ball because you don't know if it's gonna throw you a curve drop, a knuckleball. Mm. You understand me? A fastball, whatever. You mm. just gotta. You don't know if they fin the ball to hit you. You're not gotta be ready right. to duck if it does. Pitching going right. head you, but you you just gotta right. keep eye, keep your eye on the ball because it's all about turn with the times or the times will turn on you. Or I should say, change right. with the times or the times gonna change on you. Because what happens is, you know, um you could do all this stuff, music uh with the with the with the slaps, all the slaps that you fuck with. If you're a real artist. Like you, you know how to fuck with up, you've been on the up-temple slaps with us. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Uh, you was on the function right. remix. That was some bass shit, right. but you did it your right. way. See, you right. don't sound out of place. It's all about a right. real artist going to be able to adjust to any particular kind of beat. I don't give a fuck what kind mm. of beat it is. And that's me, and you can still be you by adjusting mm. to them beats, but just be you. Find that pocket, right. be you, spit your shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so right. I went from, you know, don't get it fucked up. Mob music is my shit. I love mob music. I got a song out called "Mob" right now, getting great reaction. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Video and all, and a falcon, a green falcon with with Zenas and involved. Yeah, y'all see. You know, what I mean? said
1: <laughs> mustard and man. You know, man. You know yes, what I'm sir.
2: saying? We mobbing yeah. and we up tempo. We doing it all. So that's it. That's just keep yeah. my eye on the ball, and that's how you stay relevant and keep. And if you keep throwing shit at the wall, eventually that sh- that shit gonna stick. And you gotta just right. hold on right. like a hubcap in the fast lane, even. You know, <laughs> even when the, the rug was took from, from the Bay Area, it was a, in podcast right. The West Coast kind of like, you know, the rug was like, Ugh, and the South just took right. over. Like, you know, what right. I'm saying, which, which is no problem. But I, you know, me, the watermelon, I already was fucking with the South because we family. Right. You know, what I'm saying, so I, I fuck with the South cast. I'm on, I'm, I'm on Master P' my album. I'm on uh, Cash Money mm. Records albums. I'm on all. They should be on mine. Right. We, right. we rocking, right? Because we all respect right. one another. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. how we. That's how I did it. And then when it's your turn, when it come back around, just be ready. When the ball, when the ball, when that ball coming to you, and it's time to you know, get, you know, catch that shit and receive it. then you it a hold right, on right, to it and right. don't fumble.
1: Right? You feel me? Right? They right. say it say stay ready. You ain't got to get that's ready. Real talk. Uh, damn, man. I mean, I, I I respect that, G. And it's crazy too because I always felt like just even going back to sick with it, uh, watching your 75-25 deal. And even to now, I see you up there sipping. It look like you're sipping on some of that, that E-40 wine. You know what I'm saying? The Earl Stevens. You know what I'm saying? I I like your business, bro. Like, I love the music, yeah. but I love the business because, you know, it, it, it's all fun and games until everybody finds out the, the guys in the suits work for somebody like yourself in the scully. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you, feel Come on. you feel me? You feel me? And I love that. And, and it's crazy, too, just not to mention, because I just left Napa myself and when I was out there, it was actually my first time really getting to go and see what was going yeah. on. I was looking at all the wine vineyards, and I'm just watching everything, and I'm going, damn, like, this is a real thing out there. So for you to already be plugged in, it makes a lot of sense, but it says a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? It says that you got out there, and you and, and you talked about these different drinks and the slurry the hurricanes and all the stuff you was doing and then you just put it all together and it goes with the brand of who you are today because that you grown you fly you know what I'm saying and you and and you and you get it but now you got a wine with your name on it. Come on man you grew up like I grew up we go to the refrigerator ain't nothing in there. How you get your own wine you know what I'm saying? you know just like you know
2: uh once you see once you in it you in it so what I've learned especially being an entrepreneur when they say, you know, Jesus, when they say black excellence and when they say black entrepreneurs and, you know, uh, buy black, I'm the epitome of that because that's me. Mm,
5: I'm the nucleus right. of that.
2: I'm the, right. you know, that's me 1000% because I'm the, I'm the, I'm probably one of the few, I don't know how many of us, that got the, my own tequila straight mm. from Jalisco, Mexico that's owned 100% by me. Okay. Wow. Um, my own Cognac from Cognac, France. That's owned 100% by me. That's Tycoon Cognac. Mm. Equivalent into mm. tequila. That's my tequila out of Jalisco, Mexico. That's all 100% owned by me. Equadenta means E40 in Spanish. Wow. You know, um, Tycoon. I've been screaming that Tycoon word since I was, you know, ankle low to a centipede's toe. You know, when I right. first entered the rap game. You understand what I'm saying? So right. then you got, and then I got now. I got my own, and I got my own wine. So what had happened was, you know, being, in, being next door to Napa, you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. I'm talking five minutes outside of Napa, bro. Vallejo, California, right. we got the same area called 707, you know, I mean, it was only right to, to make my own wine, you know, mm. and I started off selling wine online. And right. then one thing led to another, next thing you know, you know the distributor. I hooked up. I went to go meet a distributor called Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits, and a brother, a, a guy by the name of Steve Hart, Steve Harton, which is a great guy, and he accepted my meeting. He liked it. The wine. He brought me in. You know for distribution. Wow. So mm. you know at first I started off. I saw my first pallet. <laughs> a pallet is fifty six cases with twelve bottles in the case. Fifty six mm-hmm. cases to food for less and Valelle Wufoles is a is a chain. They have a whole bunch of them in um Southern California as well. I think they got like hundred and fifty of them. But so it's that was that was my first palette. Okay, bam. So my the guy that's in charge of my portfolio, my boy Kevin, he said, Earl, watch. One day we're gonna come pick up a whole truckload of your wine. Watch, man. They did that in no time, bro. They did that probably yeah. like three weeks later. That's how big the demand was. Next, thing, you know, I'm mm. selling truckloads. Now, truckload is Twenty-one pallets to each pallet. Right. is fifty-six cases on a pallet. So it's a thousand. it's thousand fifty. Pretty much a thousand cases per truckload. You understand what right. I'm saying? Right. So in, in each truckload, it's a, it's you know, it's a, it's a lucrative business when you, when you, yeah, truck load. Ab, 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 absolutely. I mean, listen, I don't care what you got a truckload of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you feel <laughs> me? Whatever you got a truckload of, <laughs> got, <right>. it's lucrative. <laughs> if it's, it's right. involved, hello, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I just, I think, I think that, I mean, and I'm going to use the word, I think that's fascinating because it's just like, you just take, you, you know how to take the, the the land and eat off the land, whether it's, you know, making the music that the culture understands or figuring out ways to, you know, just to, 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 to expand your portfolio, even like being in, being in the Bay and being close to San Francisco And making a Microsoft investment, it's just like I would have never put the two and two together back then to be like, "Yo, this is the same guy that was telling me don't save Mm (laughs) him."
2: You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But
1: he making Microsoft (laughs) like tell me what? Tell me what that's
2: about? Like I I, I get it. When I did Microsoft, that was the beginning. Uh, I I didn't I didn't catch it when I wanted to when when everybody else when it really was. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to get in it because I thought that's the only one I knew of. You know, okay. so that wasn't that wasn't that didn't turn out to be such a big, you know, such a big uh return for me, you know. Right. But I did it, that was the beginning, and you always gotta start mm-hmm. from somewhere. That's you right. You know, so I did it, and next thing you know, um I ended up um later on, years later, you know, because I did, you know, I did clubs. I had to did you ever come to my club, Ambassador's Lounge in San Jose? I'm, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. One <laughs> time on a Friday. Right. <laughs> We used to right. do them big <laughs> buy used to DJ. We do them on Fridays, you know. Yeah, shout
1: outside the Vou yeah, so out out big
2: bomb, man. Uh, yeah. Fast forward and ended up um, getting, um doing vitamin, uh doing like a not a vitamin water, but doing a water called 40 water with my man Kobe. He had hyphen energy drink. Oh man. So right. that was the beginning of the water, beverages like and shit, you know. But <laughs> right. I let Kobe handle all that because I was new to it, like you know, right. And so so on and forth. So I, so going past that, um, I ended up doing, you know, of course, buying a whole bunch of property i buy the houses, you know, and I fix them up, but at the same time, I would buy new develop new houses in in new development um areas, right? Whether it was Stockton, right. Sacramento, Vallejo, you know what I'm saying? Me, like all over the Bay Area. And I would um I sit on some houses when they brand new, I sit on them until until it uh, you know, it rise up, make my profit on that, and then sell it. Then a lot of times I would have a property management handle the house that had um, session eight, you know what I'm saying? Right. And the property right. management team will pay me. They collect all the money mm. every month. That was a beautiful thing.
1: Beautiful. How you how you coming up with all this? Like, and and you doing music and staying relevant at the same time? Like, it, it was it a team, or is this you getting up saying, you know what? I need to go buy
2: four or five houses to flip. I was late. For, it, the, that's the team. hustle. So, the, so okay. when I had, but going back, we me and my brother had a clothing store. Me and D Shot, 1989. 90 and 91, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We had a clothing store on Solano Avenue in Vallejo called New Fad Clothing. Next door to us was Davenport, you know, they did taxes. So they came in there one day, my man Keith Towns, he was like, Earl, you know, you know, he always spending with us. He always coming in, buying some clothes, really supporting mm-hmm. the black mm-hmm. business. We young, right. we're teenagers, right? right? Really coming in there supporting black business. And uh, he was like, man, who do y'all taxes? And I say, um right? He say, man, let's set up a meet tomorrow. You come in here with Dwight and myself and get, and let's sit down and talk, you know? Right. And he they, have been doing my taxes ever since, you know, wow. right? For 30 That's some hard. years, right? So then you got, um, you also have my man, Dave, Dave, Dave souls. He, he's a, he, you know, he helped build a lot of big developments, you know, uh, he had a lot to do with uh, me getting all my property and stuff like that. He, he laced me like that mm. too. You know what I'm saying? They always. I was. Right. Just, I just listened to all the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. During that right, right where that whole shopping center was that whole um, shopping mall area on that one street right across the street from Church's Chicken in Millersville. So you had the check cashing on the corner right there. You had um, you had us next door to the check cashing, and then you had Rich Arts Barber Shop. Then right next door to Richard's Barbershop, Barber Shop, you had Studio Tone Studio. Studio Tone. Yeah. You know, you ever heard of Studio right. Tone, the one who made Captain Saberho and a whole bunch of stuff. Oh shit, yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you producer. producer. Producer, yeah. So we would right. so I take my little change that I'm making over in New Fat Clothing and I go drop a little deposit down. say Studio Tone, and I just need like four hours, bro. He said, okay, give me the cards right quick. And I come down there I have my lyrics already written while I'm in the store behind the cash register. I'm back there writing at the same time too, listening to the music. You know what I'm saying? And so I already mm. have my shit already written. So when I go in there, that four hours, I'm knocking out four or five songs at one time. Songs. Yes. Yeah. And I had a lot of motherfuckers right. say because I was straight from the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You know, it's a trip how all of it all unfolded, man. You know, yeah. it's just a trip, man. I got so many
1: stories. And speaking of that, like um, this book of slang is is
2: is is it together?
1: Is it coming out? I don't nah, know this, I ain't what's gonna going on do it. You gonna do, it.
2: You're gonna do I, it? I got hella pages. Like I can go. I probably go upstairs and go find a big ass book of that, and I probably think they need to go pull it out because I know some words in there that I ain't even been saying, and I need to I need to try <laughs> put in some of this slang because it's it's, it's it's unlimited game and it's and it's ahead of right. its time. It's futuristic. You know right. a lot of people like I you know I don't know if you've seen my frustration a little bit on versus when I was just I hate how it's so many game goofy ass motherfuckers out there that really just think I be talking crazy, like I don't really know what right. I'm saying, and all my words really be mm-hmm. meaning some shit and it's really Something, spoiled. Right. I'm about to put my right. little twist to a lot of it, but it's real shit and it's too much game for their brain because they, they right. lame, bro. Mm-hmm. And when I say they, it's over their head it like don't. a shower nozzle, it really is over their head like the balloon right. boy. Remember right. the
1: balloon right. boy? <laughs> It got, it got to be like, but but you got, you got to be, you got to be from that to understand. And that's what made culture dope. Because it's just like, you, you I didn't, I, when I went to New Orleans, I was just like, oh, okay, that's a real thing. Because when I heard, you know, uh, Juvie and all them guys talking like that, I was like, what the hell? But when I went to New Orleans, I am like, oh, I get it. And it's crazy because I say that out of respect because I love Bob Marley. I listen to his music, you know, and I always felt like he was legendary, but the minute I went to where he was from, which is Seven Mile in Jamaica, is up in the mm-hmm. mountains, whatever, and I got around his people, the people that really grew up with him, and I just watched how they live and what they have done and how they talked about him, I got it instantly. Mm-hmm. The things that he talked about was their way of life. Yeah. We just took it as music. So if you didn't get where it was coming from... And, and get how, you know, they really smoke the gunja to just kind of release because yeah, they, they work so yeah, hard yeah. and they grind. So because you go to Jamaica, everybody grinding, grandmas, kids, everything. So it's just like what they celebrate through is the music. And and, and it's not about just being rich. It's about being rich and hard. That's right. And that's what he was kicking. So if you don't, if, you, if you're not from that soil and you don't understand that it's part of the relate. culture. You, right. You just go through the music. So where you coming from, it's just like, you know the, the 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 young cat with all the game. That's the one that's leading the pack. You know what I'm saying? That's the one that got that confidence and he talking the way he talking. And that's why we following because we like damn. He knows something that we don't know. And and what I did see um, going a little bit back to the verses is that you know what you and short did for that era in that time was was so real because everybody that you guys were raising that was listening to what you was doing and and, and living that. Got a chance to live that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got a chance to be that that night and celebrate, celebrate the slang, yeah. celebrate the terminology, celebrate the times in, in, in the era. You know what I mean? And I commend you in um short 40. for even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I saw some things online. I was tripping. It. I saw one guy dance with his baby. <laughs> Uh, I was like, yo, he gotta be for me, EZO. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's a factor yeah. too. A
2: lot of people love that boy, man. Everybody in there, they love. They love everybody that was in that video. You yeah, know? and um, uh, explain, explain to us like why why that was
1: such. Because I, I got a lot of partners from the Bay, and, it, and it's crazy too. I got a lot of partners from Detroit that that connect with yeah. y'all. It's almost like y'all y'all like cousins. Yeah. But explain, you know, to the people why that was so such a big moment. In, in, in history and time because that
2: was a t- the stuff we took him back to was when um you know when some of the people that was listening was living the lifestyle of the stuff we was talking and they can relate. Ease. They can relate like this, nigga. This one I was sitting on two hundred thou. Wow, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, like, right. right. You know, yeah, no, one yeah, time. This is my shit, man. Right here, <laughs> yeah, nigga. That no, nigga, one one time. my song. You feel what right, I'm saying? Right, right, like, This right, is this, right. this, this mentality. You know. And so yeah. then you got some little. You got some youngsters that was like, Daddy, I remember you used to slap this. This was your one right here. And You know, they right. probably thirty years old now. You know what I'm saying? Or plus, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then. You know even with the when I when we start turning up to the up and up temples and some of the um you know the hyphy music and shit a lot of youngsters grew up on that shit like that's mm. the college anthem like some of the best times so you know I always say one thing about myself and too Short, we were able to you know be be part of every generation of hip hop except for the seventies you know I was yes. too young I was like you know eight years old or something in the seventies you know when that right. shit first came right. out or whatever you know but every part of hip hop every 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 um trend every era of hip hop yeah i was able yeah, that's to real. adjust to it we were able right, to adjust right. to the times and you know from the uh, mob music the g funk era and even before that the you know the black fist era you know we had african medallions mm. and everything you know right, right, and all right. that man you know it's just like you gotta you gotta you can't let grass grow under your feet i tell them motherfucker, ain't nothing sitting still but a hold, whole hold ass heel you can't let the grass grow under your yeah, feet. Yeah, you got to stay moving. You know, I talk about fucking <laughs> never sitting still, but an old ass field and a broken down Bonneville. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man, we going to keep it Damn. moving. We going to do a push. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. But see,
1: it is crazy because you just said that. I understood everything you said. But there's going to be some people out there that's going to clearly go. Because they there. what? They game what? <laughs> they game they goofy. got it,
3: man. Game, game goofy. goofy. I love it. This is it. Your moment.
0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather.
2: Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
4: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. at t connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. So you,
1: you you attended a, a, a HBCU, like what how, how's how's that go, man? How, how does E40 go to college? Like, explain <laughs> this to me. <laughs> like what, that what, shit was what,
2: the funniest time of my life. Word? Oh, my god, I learned so much and everything, man. You know, and and I didn't go through the whole five years or four years. I went one okay. year, and and that's when I came, I went in the fall of 86, 87, came back. That's when we made MVP. We went straight to the studio, the most valuable players 88. That's when it came out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, right. um, I went to college. So check this out. I had I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, you know, one thing I wanted back when we—if you didn't pass in the 12th grade, if you didn't pass, that was very embarrassing. Like mm. if you didn't pass, right. if you if you flunked your right. government class, you ain't you ain't graduating. So mm. that was embarrassing. Right. So me and my partners on, on magazine street, we all get together, go to the library. Like nigga, we ain't going out like that, nigga. Going, y'all, go to study. Y'all, go, y'all go to the library? We went to the library back then, yeah, to go, just for that particular era, just for that little, just for the era to pass our government class, right? right, right. We right. didn't have Google <laughs> and shit like that to just look up some shit. You wow. Know? You know, we, I graduated in 1985. Real. I was 17 years old. Okay. It wasn't because I was hella smart. It's just my birthday it was November. I'm a Scorpio, <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> so it fell on the right day. So I graduated. Well, <laughs> old, you know, but I didn't want to. I wasn't for the front, man. I said, man, we're gonna pass our government class, man, and I did it. So anyway, um, I I had enough. You know, I had enough. Um, my grade point average was enough to get into Grandma State University. I wasn't gonna go at first. I didn't have no clue to even go. But Bila, you know, Bila people don't know Bila street smart. He's street smart and he okay. books smart. He's soil all the way, 100%. But he also, like many others, are very smart up here. You know what mm. I'm saying? So Bila pulled up one day, he was like, man, you know, and, and next month, next month, me and Dion, we're we going, we going to Grammar State University. I said, Grammar State University? He just, yeah. I said, where that's at? And he just, uh, he <laughs> Louisiana. I say, nigga, you ain't finna leave me, nigga. Hold up! I told mom. She said, she say, boy, you better. She said, I I'll call. I got an auntie that stay up there, right? Uh, she actually was a teacher at Grambling State University. We, you know, I didn't like. I didn't. We didn't realize this. I didn't realize it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, right. I get up there. Um, I I, I didn't get up there. I, I say I went and got my transcript from Hogan High, and then I got in there. I got into Gram you know we stayed with my uh my 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 great great grand my great grandmama her name was Mommy elvie you said we so all y'all stayed yeah gonna tell you yeah so we happened to be okay. with just a uh, mustang at that time right and we go we uh we drove we drove up there and at that time i was 17 i'm, I'm i ain't going to lie i i didn't know how I, all my cars was automatics i didn't know how to drive a stick Right. I didn't know. I don't. You know, motherfuckers be asking me, "Am I gonna get in the in the? Because I fuck with all the bike clubs, all the cats in the bike clubs, right?" They said, right. "Freddy, you gonna get your motorcycle, <laughs> man? You gonna get you a Harley?" I say, hell nah, I don't even want to drive a motorcycle. Everything automatic, nigga. I say, uh, I say, I give me a motherfucking Harley truck, nigga. You know what I'm oh, saying? And right. with, with a Harley jacket and be the last one. I'll be right behind y'all, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I'll be in that. Yeah, I, that's how I get in the club. I get in my club yeah. like that. But I was like, so I didn't know so I saw Dion and, and um and Bela drove up there while I'm in the back seat and I'm just every motherfucking city. I'm like, nigga, stop by the liquor store, nigga. <laughs> right, I'm just drinking through the blood, <laughs> right?
5: Right? <laughs> <was getting> frustrated.
2: <laughs> right, so we get to Arizona at that time. I had a perm. I had a perm uh, went down here. My wife had did it because she went to Kenneth kind of College in Vallejo to do hair. She still got wow. her hair like you're, right you're, now. You're, so, your wife, so your wife did your hair. Yes, back yeah, yeah, it was a perm. It's a pearl. I wow. was about to have a Lord Jesus perm. You feel me? I was a skinny right. nigga. I was a fly, my nigga. I was a flying ass <laughs> young nigga. My, my baller belly started kicking in later on as I got older. You know, in that baller life. Hello? That's yes, right. That's you, right. You know what I'm <laughs> so I get to, grab, I get to uh, Arizona. My boy D.I. say, man, you might as well cut it, my nigga. You might as well cut it. Because, you know, he wasn't hating. He was congratulating. He just, he just say, because, nigga, you know, they think a little different up here. And, you know, in, in the South, nigga, in California niggas, they'd be thinking, you know what I'm saying, nigga, you understand me? You understand me, you know, like that, right? And I'm like, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna cut it because it's gonna be hella hot out there. You know, I ain't got nobody to really take care of my perm because wifey conditioning be and <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, fuck it, I cut that shit right there in Arizona at a broken down hotel, right? <laughs> Motel. <laughs> so we get up there, I get in line, I get it. We we okay, we get up there. Uh we stay with my mom, my my um, my great grandmother, mommy Elvy. And uh, she's in Bernice, Louisiana. And she would get up and go to work. She was like 80-something at that time every morning. So we were there for three days at her house. Me, Dion Dion Davis, and uh, and Be Legit. We stayed there, nigga. She had hella food, and she had a freezer, and she had a refrigerator in her freezer. It was shit like. You know, fried, it was chicken patties that you just put in the oven and shit. Like, I ain't never seen no shit like that. She had some <laughs> She had good food over. Oh, she she, she she's a lady. I'm like, this is the way you eat everything. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so she had she had that deep freezer. She had that deep freezer, bro, with all kind of goodies up in that thing. And she said, Y'all just clean right. up behind yourself. Her house was spotless. It was a small little house, right. spotless though. Right. So we stayed there for three days. We went to um we had, we knew we had to uh, get like uh, cooking utensils. So I got me this little pot to cook my noodles here because I love top ramen noodles and vienna sauce. I chop them up, put the vienna sauce in the top ramen noodles, make make like yeah. spread, your yeah. house yeah. spread, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So right, right. Sardines and <laughs> you know what I'm saying, oysters and shit like that, crackers and tuna, and you understand know me? And so then I had got this little fryer. I this at a rummer sale. We stopped by a sale. Everybody got up. We got everything we needed at this one rummer sale, nigga. A yard sale. You know what a rubber sale is, right? A yard sale? Yeah, I know the yard sale A garage sale? Yeah, like that. They right, got all right. kind of for them. We got one fryer. Nigga, that fryer was the dopest little fryer you plug in the wall ever in life. Cause Every Friday, was school started, my nigga. Every right. Friday, nigga, I was making all the chicken legs. We called it the carnival. <laughs> I made mean, fried chicken legs, niggas. The whole dorm in Tewall, the whole dorm was just all oh, the niggas down there living it up. They finna have a carnival. We <laughs> called it a carnival. We had hella right. liquor, you know what I'm saying? Like, whole <laughs> right. uh, right, right. the whole woo wop. So anyway, right. to make a long story short, the short story long, I stayed at my we stayed at my grandma's house for three days, um, and then. Then it was time to go, uh, we was registering at that time. Then it was time to go into our dorms. So I stayed in Drew Hall, and then my boy Waldo Bensworth, Dion, and V just stayed in Pittsburgh. I think Dion stayed in the baseball dorm because he played for the baseball team.
5: You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
2: I went that one year, we, oh, wait, let me just say this. <coughs> nigga, we got into a fight, nigga. Oh, <laughs> we got into a fight. I'm at the student union, right? And um, at grandma, and while I'm there, Alfred Payton, his son, okay. his son played for M- the, the NBA, my nigga, and Alfred went to the pros. Okay. So me, uh, this is a trip. Alfred, nigga, we at um, we at the student union, and it's just like the jailhouse. He on the phone, right? And um, he on there for hell long. You know, I'm a California nigga with a California mentality. My nigga, when you gonna get up <laughs> the phone, my nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Phone check, homie. Yeah, it's phone check.
2: He on there. He was out of hand too long. I say, I say, my nigga, he like, hold on, bro. Hold on, Woldy. Woldy back then, right? Hold on, hold, on, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Straight from New Orleans. Deep ass voice, right? Right. <laughs> so nigga, Alfred nigga, that nigga, is so Be Legit come through. Be to just say, nigga, niggas ain't doing nothing but barking like that, right? He seen he seen us arguing. He come through, niggas ain't doing nothing but barking. Took off on him, right? Nigga, big Elvin, <laughs> nigga, came at me, nigga, with them long-ass, big-ass big shoulders. and shit. i was kidding, skinny nigga. That nigga hit me with a laugh. I had an uppercut. I had a cold uppercut. I came poop. <laughs> nigga, it did. It, was, we, it wasn't no beatdown on either one of our side, right? It was just right, right. right. Up, and then we made it outside. And so Hickam, everybody breaking it up. So now I got funk with some New Orleans niggas, right? Me right. and Vila, right? And so it's a nigga named Reggie Pugh from Oakland. He said, he he stayed in my dorm. He just, he did some, he sent like a kite down to my room. He just uh when I sat, I went up to his room, he just he was already a junior. Like he knew all the New Orleans mm. niggas and everybody, right? That nigga just, oh boy, I'm from the town, my nigga. I know you got in a little thing and shit. You understand know me? But nigga, I got your back, nigga. I know every last one of these niggas, nigga, and we gonna get them up again, nigga. You know what I'm saying, real <laughs> nigga? The coolest nigga I ever met in my life. You <laughs> ready? You ready for the phone? He, ready, he was with it and he cool with everybody. He cool right, with right. everybody. He was. He didn't have no problems with him. None of that. He just had my back like a masseuse. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And so. You know we hibernate. You understand know I me? Mean? I'm doing my little push ups and shit like that, nigga. I'm I'm, 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 I'm shadow boxing. You understand know I I'm lifting weights. I'm, come, I'm really come training. Come on, man! Like I'm a guinea nigga and training like nigga, I was nigga. I wasn't to play, but anyway. So with 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 now check this out. So look, so so, so damn okay. It was a night when we had to really get out, and we had hella California niggas. That was we was at a gym, and it was a um would you call it? When not not a sock cop. Like uh, it was like a block party in the gym, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, you know, hella California niggas was there. Big California niggas from L.A. all over the place. Them niggas all act like they had our back, right? Yeah. Hella Hella New Orleans niggas. See, now mind you, all the New Orleans niggas was clicked up with all the Baton Rouge niggas. And these yes, are big yeah. Africans, my nigga. Yeah, Still yeah, yeah. In. ain't in the play with. ain't in the play with, right? So look, so check this out. This is this is, this is a fool right here, my nigga. I'm just a movie. And so, <laughs> so, you know, so we end up getting, in. we end up getting, um, we had a squad one-on-one. I had I had him. He had, and then my nigga, R.I.P. No Net Kev. He had passed away a few years later. Um, uh, and then um, my nigga Be Legit. Nigga, it was just us. Right. But when we was walking to the spot where we're by the baseball uh, dorm, where we was where, the, where, the, where we meet, we where we met for the battle, um, nigga, hell of Orleans, hell of California niggas was with us, like a hundred of us. Nigga, as we right. start walking. Niggas are fading away. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's just three hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> me, be it of us, right? Me feel uh no that and Kevin and, and, and Reggie Pugh. That's it, my nigga. That's, that's it, it. That's it. <laughs> so we got him up. It was over so quick, my feelings was hurt though, because I, I wasn't bruised up. He wasn't bruised up. You understand me? But right. we so we we just nigga, fuck that. Nigga, and I'm a California nigga, and I'm straight from the motherfucking soil with the shit shit shit. shit. Right? right? We right. took pistols up there, my nigga. We, right. took pistols, we took pistols to Grambling State University. Right. That was all we knew. Right, right. Nigga, 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 we, we go to our dorm room. I'm like, nigga, from? Come, on, come, on, come on, get the pistols, get the pistols. So we go there. We up we up on the floor up there. Them niggas down there. And uh, I say, nigga, I'm finna dome me a nigga on everything. Like, I remember, you talking to 17, 18-year-old 40-water. Uh, Right, right. <laughs> and so I'm walking. I'm, I'm gonna walk down, and he's be like, just no, no. Be Legit just saved my life. I will probably be in prison. He just no, no, wow. no, no, no. Let's shoot out the window. So we opened up a window. <laughs> <laughs> And we just start shooting in the air. We just bust out. We just start shooting. In the air. Oh man! So that you know, know the what whole cap The whole camp is like, yo, the them bay niggas. Crazy. Like them niggas is crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. Now look, this how God works. So in the meantime, while we marinate, stand low, right? You know, we 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 uh we hooked up with um I think his name is Jay. Yeah, Jay. He had a big boombox, and we took uh original concept beat um Dr. Dre. Now big Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Uh, not Dr. Dre from the south, from uh, from from the West Coast. Uh, Dr. Dre from the East Coast. They legendary. Okay. They, they was called Original Concept. They had a song called "Knowledge Me, Oh Me." Don't 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 Yeah, da, yeah, da, yeah. Da, 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 da. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. We yeah. keep yeah, that yeah, beat yeah, yeah. and looped it, <laughs> and then we said, "My, my partner Waldo work from Oakland." Him and and Bila, they was like, we need to make a song. We need to we need to name ourselves the Drifters or something, because we used to always talk about nigga, you over there drifting, you know what I'm saying? That's like just tweaking, like just drumming, just like spaced out. Right. We'll we drinking and shit like that. We was like, so we called ourselves the Intellectual Drifters, right? Just some shit we just made up, you know what I'm saying? So we we at ground, we uh we end up making the we made a school alma mater we made the school alma mater as a rap song. Cause they didn't have, it was just like, Dear Gremlin, whatever it was at the time, we made that shit, hit, nigga. We talked about everything that went down on Gremlin campus. Like every, we talked about all the classes, you know, how legendary Eddie, Eddie Robinson was, like all this shit. Like we talked about everything, the history of Gram. We talked about the band, you know, one of the most world renowned bands, yeah, you know what bro, I'm saying? Yeah, the band's crazy. All that shit, yeah. so the, the cassette, Started surfacing all around the motherfucking um campus. The cassettes, people was dubbing cassettes because we was getting famous, nigga. Then here come the um, here come the um, what you call that? The uh, the talent show. We entered the talent show. Meet Walter Ben'sworth and be legit, nigga. We get up there, nigga, and we song that song. Nigga, and we won the contest. We won the whole talent oh, show, shit. nigga. When we walked outside, nigga, we signed autographs. Nigga, the New Orleans <laughs> niggas, <the> New Orleans <laughs> niggas, nigga, them niggas, them niggas shook our hands. Nigga, we became friends, right? Because they know we represented. You know, right? It was, we became real friends, and you know. And later, just recently, right before COVID, man, I'm at the airport. Um, I'm at the airport, man, and. And so, so I said, man, who, they gave me a number to call to pick me up. So the dude that, that arranged everything, um, he said, he said, he said, man, I'm finna send, I'm gonna send uh, somebody to pick you up. And he had no idea about anything, right? He just know that I went to grandma, you understand me? And, uh, and we, they honored me, they honored me, you know, at that time, you know what I'm saying? They honored me. At that event right before COVID in New Orleans. Me and my wife went to new to uh, to New Orleans. And so then uh I go out, he say, Fody, man, uh my nigga, I'm picking you up. Where, where you at? I just uh, who is this? He said, Man, Fody, Man, Fode, listen, man, you man, Fody, you for the trip, Fody. Right? <laughs> he say, He put I, I walk outside, he he said, Fode, this is Alfred. I say, nigga. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Right? Nigga, I gave that nigga a big-ass hug, nigga. Like, nigga, I seen you in hell of years, nigga. Alfred, hey, man, this he said, for this Alfred, man, nigga. My, <laughs> he gets the car. We get in the car, my wife get in the car. I say, hey, nigga, I say, nigga, you see this lady right here? This the girl, the woman I was phone checking you about, nigga. She, this my high school sweetheart, nigga. That's why I think I was phone checking nigga. you. You got to put it all on yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, I know, forty. He said, I know. And he said, you see this woman right here that's on the phone right here that I'm talking to? He had, he had her. He had his girl on the phone. He, He was on the phone with her. When I was phone checking, but, I, but, oh, yeah. Man. Man. So we solid on solid. It was solid, so it's a trip. So we, you know, it was just like, man, I love that dude, man. It's like because even no. during that time, we was in for People don't know I was one of the one of the New Orleans niggas that I that that was one of the niggas that I got into it with. That was part of the New Orleans Baton Rouge team was Jubilee. Right. Nigga Jubilee is a legendary. uh Jubilee had all the gigs too, like he could dance and shit, but also Jubilee was a DJ, like it had songs like mm. Jubilee was a, a rapper with all of you know all the bounce music and shit. Like he legendary out there. Mm, Jubilee mm, mm, mm. and, and, and so right before yeah. so that night Jubilee came too. So I got pictures with me, Jubilee and Alfred. You know, Elfman went to the That's pros hard. and everything. He's like, oh, my, you know, my son in the NBA, Elfman Elf- Payton Jr. I'm like, wow. That's I'll
1: crazy. Say, man, this,
2: Time- it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I just I could just go on and on forever. But to this day, I love nah, those brothers, man. We we got each other. Now that we stay in contact, it's nothing but love. That's what's up. You know what I'm
1: saying? That's love. I got to ask you this before we go, though. Yeah. When you was at your grandmother's house, <clears throat> and you went in that deep freezer, yeah. and you was cooking this, these patties and stuff that you saw, did that inspire you? Because I check you out <laughs> on your IG from time to time, and I'm damn near a pescatarian, but you be having me wanting board to backslide, Get and, right? right. Get back in the and world. Where did this goon from goon with a spoon yeah. start from? Because. Now, I'm cooking show. I'm watching E40 on the cooking show. Just so yeah. you know, A and E. Here we come. Bro. You feel me? <laughs> but uh, where did that come from, bro? Like, cause I just feel like I, I got one of my partners. He tell me is a stress reliever. Like he just cook. Yeah. He's like what you want? He Mexican? This, that, and the other. But I just sit there and watch you and, and, and put it together. I'm like, damn, that's
2: crazy. Yeah, right on, man. Yeah, I got. I know some cooks. I know some bona fide, you know, Michelin star cooks that be like. They say they when they see me on the ground, like their wives will be on there and they'd be like, baby, why you don't never make this for me? Look, look at me like, <laughs> They tell me this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, but I, just, right. I just like to eat shit that I I like to cook shit that I know that's gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like so, right. so anyway, um, so um me being the oldest of four, moms, you know, she worked my mom and my dad divorced when I was eight and a half years old. So I was the oldest. Okay. I, was, I was eight, D shot was six, sugar T was four, and young Muggsy was two. So I was right. I had to take matters into my own hands. Although my daddy never deserted us, he paid child support like he was opposed to everything. And we would go right. visit him every other weekend. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know, he he he, he didn't run away from us. I love my pops, you know what I'm saying? But right. we was right. on, but you know, he paid his child support, but it wasn't enough for what we needed done because we were hella. Um, athletic, we played baseball, football, all that shit, and all of the three boys, you know what I'm saying? And right. even Sugar T, she played softball, all that shit. She was involved with all the community shit, everything. So, you know, moms, you know, she worked two or three jobs. We over there on the hillside now, you know what I'm saying? And so I had to be like the man of the house, you know, and you know, even though Sugar could cook and everything, but she was so young, you know, moms would cook, I would cook, mm. I would just learn how to cook and shit. Like that was my little specialty. All of us know how to cook, because, you know, it's just like you know, a lot of niggas. When you're from the soil, you just gotta know how to cook certain things. So I started getting all the way involved in it as I got older. You know, I worked with this restaurant, mm. me and b Legit D Shot. when We was young. It was in Venetia, California. It was called the Common Restaurant. And I started off mm. washing dishes. You know what I'm saying? And then I um, ended up working at the pantry. Then I started learning how to cook escargot, um, London broil. Um, you know, lobster lo- lobster bisque. Um, you know, chicken on blue. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know. And became uh, in my mind, a, you know, a Michelin star chef. Right? Star chef. <laughs> <Sam. laughs> yeah. So here it is. So, so my my mother in law in twenty fourteen, my mother in law, my father in law bought me a um bought me a power pressure cooker, and then, from then on, I was like, this shit. This shit go crazy. Like, you cook some chicken in that motherfucking 30 minutes, and season it up in and that shit falling off the bone, and you making soup and gumbo and all kinds of shit, short ribs, and that shit go so tender for 30, 30 minutes to an hour on short ribs, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, this shit go crazy. So, so you know, being from the soil, you know, you know, you know, I'm over the stove. That's my slogan. I had a song right. called, I'm over the stove. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, so, right. and you know, um, so be legit. You know, one of the things he would say, he a goon with the spoon. You know, right. I got it from be legit. But, but right. when he was saying that we talk about the streets, nigga. We some goon with the spoon, right, right, nigga, right, You know what I'm saying? Right, right, and I was like, right. you know what? What can I call this? To you know, when I'm cooking, I just start hashtag goon with a spoon because really, I'm a goon. But I'm, but I got this spoon with and this, I'm in the kitchen, so it make cooking <laughs> it make cooking real soil related, like hood related, yeah. like we yeah. know what he mean. But at the same time, he, we know what he mean about the kitchen. He really is in there I, with the spoon, cooking up some shit.
5: Yeah, I touch it into that.
2: Now, now I got yeah. I touch it into that. Now I got food products coming out under the goo with the spoon. Oh like man, like co packing, like shit that you can buy in Costco okay. and shit, like the hot links and burritos and all kind of shit, like you know jerky and soups and ice cream and all kind of shit I got coming out under the gun with the spoon.
1: Man, congratulations, man. I just want to take the time to tell you, bro, like I commend you on, on your jevity. I, I commend you on the way that you stay solid and you just, you know, you you leave without saying too much and and. And you know we love you, bro. Like we, we, I, like I, I remember a, a long conversation I had with you and Snoop that really got me back on track when we were shooting the video. You guys put me to the side yeah. and just kind of told me like, "Yo, man, listen, bro. Like you, you gotta do what you say you're gonna do, and, and and stay solid." And we just commend you, man. And 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 I'm gonna keep watching. I hit you up the other day. Had to tell you like, look. Whatever you're doing is looking good on you, bro. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you're looking younger. You, you, you're talking better. You, and, um, you know, we're going to support you into the end. And I thank you for stopping through the Recession podcast. Take some time out of the day to hang with us. And, uh, co- you know, congratulations on, on the verses. Congratulations on the project you just thank dropped. You. And, uh, you know, we're we going to rock with you, baby. Eat Fonzarelli, eat 40. Congratulations your verses, <laughs> too, man.
2: That was legendary, man. For sure.
1: I, I salute both of y'all. For so, sure. thank you for stopping by the Recession Podcast E40, y'all. Love my Love, brother, everybody. <laughs> Already, I talk Love. to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Recession Podcast by Jeezy, a production of Black Effect and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Connecting changes everything. at and
4: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual.
3: you sent off today.